guys don't understand how sad I am right now. I am. I'm very sad. Ultimate DJs is an unhappy fella. <laughs> I'm not happy. I'm going to tell you why coming up. I am. I'm going to tell you all about it. Thank you, Burn Like Ice, for blowing me a kiss. Trying to make me feel better, but nothing's going to make me feel any better. Until I make the situation correct. Let's first start with the server sound off. Good evening to you. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Coming from the flagship server, server 15, the progenitor server. Good evening to you. That is what I call home. Let's see what you call home. Server sound off. You guys hit it. Hey, Burn Like Ice on 143. Hello, Aardvark on 26. Hogan Stogie. Hogan Stogie. <laughs> Server 28. What's up, buddy? Welcome to the show. Lord Neelix on 15. Hi, Lord Friendzone. Server 16. Shade on 18. Trucking Chick on 26. Hello. Welcome to you. Dragon Lord on 13. Hey, Chala. Server 15. What's up, my friend? Welcome, Trash Panda. Also on Server 15. How you doing? Hey, Aardvark. 26. Morgul on 32. Along with Shotgun Chick. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, Lord Neelix. What's up? Zakara on 136. Good evening to you. Chuck Zagrant on 32. Big Mac on 189. Love your name. That's right, Big Mac. I didn't have a chance to have a Big Mac this evening. I ate tacos instead. Gregor was was with me. It was an interesting experience. Hey, Lego. What's up? Server 33. How you doing? Narvalin on 22. Hi, Mr. Big on 189. Hello. Good evening to you, Sinclair. Server 29. Kukar on 17. Boogie Borg on 13. Wicked <laughs> Snipes. See? All right, I think we're okay. <laughs> Losing electricity. <laughs> Snipes on 17. What's up, buddy? Hey, I beg on 32. Hi, Vintage on 69. That's not real. <laughs> See, I read it that fast. <laughs> Engineering Free Philly. Hey, on 25. What's up, buddy? Gallup on 21. And Honey on server 18. Speed Rings on 20. Hello, Steven Zarin on 129. Tabby Moza on 20. So, welcome into the show, darling. 32, 25 on the West Coast. Hey, Herc, how you doing, buddy? Remus server. Boaz saying hello. Gunny Dave on 32. DJ Gurr on server 8. What's up? Welcome. Nostromo on the Dirty 30 server. <laughs> I like it. And Viper on European server 130. The list goes on. I got 54 other messages. Hey, Trash Panda on 15. Hero on 20. Mistress on 17. Jay Berg on 32. And the list continues. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Your mics are potted up. And uh, I will tell you now at this point in time why I am sad. May I tell you why I'm sad? Can I, can I do that? Can I tell you a story? I'm going to tell you a story. That's right. Once upon a time, Ultimate DJs was running late for the podcast. He shows up into the studio completely unprepared and has to sit and do work on his laptop. But instead, instead of properly preparing for one of the most anticipated and listened to segments of the entire show. He forgets. And then his community says, Oh, no, DJ, don't worry about it. We'll skip the stupid news, DJ. It'll be okay. And instantly, my heart sinks into a deep, dark, black hole. 
knowing that one of my favorite segments on the entire show is so easily given up by his audience. As a matter of fact, it's been one of those evenings. It almost feels like I was raided for approximately 25 to 30 million Tritanium. And I'm forced to wear pants during the broadcast of this show. Could anything else go wrong? Really? <laughs> Double up on Wednesday, he says. <sighs> All right, that's enough of that. I could go on for three or four more minutes, and maybe that would replace the stupid news. Perhaps. Anybody? <laughs> can, I, can I go on? Uh, it's been a really, really bad day. At least bad days only last 24 hours. Thank you, Viper. I appreciate it. And then, all my friends started sending me really sad memes. Except for Durr. He's a son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. I'll have to edit that out. <laughs> i to fix that. See, now I'm just creating more work for myself. Hey, good evening. Welcome into the show. Guys, hello. <laughs> yeah, Bull says, stupid news now or I'm out. I was doing story time. Uh, welcome into the show. Good evening. Uh, Gregor's Leaky Nacelle. Hello. Welcome into the show. I, you know, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not going to lie. I'm very, very scattered today. It's been a crazy week at work. All right. We had a lot of officer testing we had to do this week, Gregor. And... <clears throat> And I was extremely behind the eight ball, uh, so to speak, uh, because and, – and listen, I, I have no problem. I got no problem telling you guys that, of course, I think it's no secret. Scopely sponsors this show. So on occasion, I'll put in a request for things, okay? I'll put in a request like, uh, let's see, uh, I got – I think I told you guys, all right? And, and I've been – I'm told I'm not supposed to talk about it. Yeah, Durr, I've listen, I've not made a secret about it that I got the Vidar for free. I told you guys about that. Well, this week I asked I made my second request. I said, Hey, listen, I'm too broke. I'm broke as a joke, okay? I'm not gonna be able to obtain mud. Can't do it. I would like to test him though. I'd like to test him and I'd like to tell the community why they should be willing to spend thousands of dollars on this officer. You're right. You're right, Kukar. 25 million trite was also on my list. Actually, it wasn't. It wasn't on my list because I still had it two days ago when I asked. Okay? I still had my 25 million trite. Okay? No, Chuck, I I didn't mean the Vidar for free like that. No, like, uh, Scopely gave me the Vidar on day one. Okay? They gave it to me for free on day one because they wanted me to teach you guys how to use it. That's what I did. Um, So I, I put in a request the other day for all four of our new officers. Okay. Uh, Batman says, no, don't tell people. (laughs) Uh, Batman says, don't tell people why they should get him. Let me win him easily. (sighs) Okay. Well, here's the problem that I got with that, Batman. Okay. So I I made the request. When did, uh, uh, Gregor, when did Augment content come out? A week ago? Week and a half? Ten days? Ten days now? Ten days. Wednesday. I made the request on Thursday morning. Last Thursday morning. All right. Um, Yesterday... I finally got my request granted and was granted the four new officers. Now, I, I got tier one on all four new officers, okay? So, uh, you know, anybody who wants to, you know, be really mad at me about that, that's cool. All right? I got mud. All right? Thank you, Scopely. I appreciate that. Uh, and I got mud because I, uh, I was told to explain him. I was told to teach you why 
you would want to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars in an auction for an officer that we had briefly kind of already talked about, right? We talked about him on the day that the Augment uh, content came out, and I told you guys, if you remember, I told you guys I wasn't really sure that this officer was really kind of doing it for me. Gregory, you said the same thing. I, I just don't know. I'm reading... I'm reading his officer abilities, and I'm just not real sure, right? I'm not real sure if this is something that I can get behind, all right? Um, and, and don't worry, guys. We've got a lot of stuff to go over today, okay? So um, we've got, we'll get to everything, okay? So first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to post this down in the graphics room. It's already in there if you scroll up a little bit, but here's uh, Harcourt Fenton Mud. okay? Uh, and by the way, I, I use the same screenshot. Here, I'll give you new screenshots so you can see what he looks like at, um, at Tier 1. And again, apologies, somewhat unprepared, but uh, I did do a, I did get in a fair amount of testing today. So here is Harcourt Fenton Mud. All right, here's what his stats look like at uh, level five out of five. All right, I'm posting him in the graphics room for those of you who don't have him. I'm posting him in the graphics room now, and there's his captain's ability. Now the captain's ability is interesting, right? It's a it's an ability that is specific to Armadas, uh, and it specifically says that when the ship takes damage from an armada target, Harry Mud decreases the weapon damage of that armada target by 10% for this round. By 10% for this round. Okay? Now, here's what is interesting about that. We talked about this on the show. By the way, guys, this is very uh, kind of unstructured and, and informal. So you guys feel free to jump in. Gregor has done testing. I've done testing. And I don't know. It's probably really super late. But Hugh, oh my goodness, Hugo is here. Hugo, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning, dude. Right? Isn't it about 2 o'clock in the morning for you? Jump in voice. Hang out with us. Pop open another Red Bull. You can hang out. What's up, buddy? How you doing? It's very late. I'm, I'm just hanging out for for five minutes or so, and then I close my eyes. <laughs> yeah, it is very late. Golly, I appreciate you being here. So, uh, you know, and I'm actually going to source uh, some information that Hugo sent to me, okay? Uh, as a matter of fact, and I do have screenshots. I'm going to send you some of this stuff, guys. All right. Um, uh, again, sorry. Just a little bit scattered. Okay, so here is what we got from uh, Hugo. Hugo writes, hey, listen, the best way to test mud is soloing an armada. Okay, so that's what we did. Uh, let me see if I can find his data. Here we go. Here it is right here. I'm going to copy and paste this into the graphics room. Here's some data that uh, Hugo did for us, okay? Now, I took the this same data and I added some averages down at the bottom. So let me, let me explain to you what you're looking at here, guys. This is specifically to test mud's captain's maneuver. Okay, this is data provided to me by uh, Hugo. And what you've got in column one or on the far left is energy weapon number one, followed by energy weapon number two, followed by energy weapon number three, followed by kinetic weapon number four on an armada where mud is the captain. Okay, then if you move over to the right-hand side, same thing. You got that first big column that starts with 9,001. That is... Energy weapon number one, followed by energy weapon number two, followed by energy weapon number three, followed by kinetic weapon number four. This is without mud. Now, this what could... What ship? Uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I don't know what ship he used, but it doesn't matter. Uh, obviously, this is a smaller armada, too. It's only throwing like eight and $9,000 or eight and 9,000 power hits. 
All right. Now, here's the next thing. This is what confused me a little bit. He sorted these because he wanted you to be able to see the range and power. We obviously know that when an Armada hits you, it's with a range of power. Okay, it's not a static amount. It's not a fixed amount. It could range anywhere, you know, for example, between, in, in Hugo's case, anywhere between 7,300 and, and 9,000. Okay, that's the range on that weapon. Okay, so he sorted these so you could see them. But I went one step further and I averaged them at the very, very bottom. So I want to look at the right-hand side data first. That's our, uh, that is our control group. Okay, here's an armada with no officer mud. Okay, no captain mud, rather. Okay, first kinetic hit, uh, hit averaged 8208, followed by 8276, followed by 8326, and then a kinetic averaging 197. Okay, you guys can see that the three energies are pretty much the same. By the time they all threw all their damage, the averages are roughly the same, right? Okay, there you go. Now, if you look at the left-hand side, I did the same thing. Now, guys, this is only with mud as captain and and this particular research right here is soloing an armada and i'm going to get to you i'm going to get to the the concept the conclusion that i came to here in a second but if you look if mud solos the armada as a captain your first round is still 8596 on average okay but the second round was 7500 the next round average 6400 and then look at that kinetic. 14,000 was the average. Why, you may ask. Why? Well, here it is, plain and simple. Mud stacks. Okay? Mud stacks. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Mud stacks. Okay? So if you are soloing an armada, every armada in the known galaxy throws four hits. And I'm pretty sure Gala, or uh, not Gala, Gregor and I talked about this earlier. We determined, we determined that uh, all armadas have the same firing pattern. Is that correct? Three energies followed by kinetic. Has anybody proven anything different? I'm pretty sure that's correct. You guys are up if you guys want to talk. As far as I know. As far as and I know. Only block armada fire differently. They have uh, six, four to six shots. That's right. Yeah, they do. And they, they do. Well, the Borg Matas were doing 16, right? They were doing four times four. I think, if I remember. Maybe it was two times four. But anyway, yeah, you're right. So as far as traditional armadas, okay, traditional armadas are firing four shots, three energies followed by one kinetic. So there is your data with Mud and his captain's ability, which, by the way, let's read it carefully, reduces or decreases the weapon damage of that armada target by 10% for this round. Okay, I'm going to throw you guys another screenshot. Thank you again, Mr. Hugo. Okay, I'm going to throw you this screenshot. Uh, what did I do with it? Let me find... Where did I put it? Ah, uh, here we go. Oh, I guess I probably could have given you guys the actual... Uh, the actual... What... It, what is happening? Okay, there we go. There we go. Okay, so this was his label. Mud on the left, without mud on the right. Okay, there you go. And uh, his uh, conclusion here, okay, which actually mathematically is genius, all right? Because what happens is you have to get hit by the armada first, okay? You got to get hit first. So look in the graphics room, okay? You got to get hit first. Weapon one will never, ever get reduced. You're getting hit 100% of that weapon's strength every single time, no matter what, because your, your mud does not proc until you are hit 
by the Armada target, which means Weapon 2 is going to get that 10% reduction. But guess what? You just got hit by Weapon 2. He procs again. So on Weapon 3, you got two procs, so now you're down to 80%. Okay? But guess what? You just got hit again. So on your fourth weapon, the most important one, the most damaging one, your kinetic weapon, you're getting a 30% reduction in damage. Okay? And then you get hit again, but the round is over. So mud starts over for the next round. Thank you, Neo. Appreciate that. Looky there. Uh, what is that? Five rounds. You're showing... No, see, that's not the ones that I did. And I, so let me give you... That's a Fed Rare 35. So they must be they must be a little different. Because here I've got some more data to share with you. And mine uh, kind of matched what Hugo did. I ran three different tests today. So guys, let me give you the first one. And again, I'm not going to go over a bunch of math. Guys, that's why I made graphics. There you go. Graphics room. Shout out iPhone in my alliance. He did this, okay? Or uh, he did this one with me. This was a 29 rare. A 29 rare with mud in the captain's seat for me and nothing else. I ran no crew. Mud only, okay? By the way, don't assume that all of these shots were non-critical. Armadas throw a critical at roughly 150%, so if I got a critical, I just reduced it by the 1.5, and that was my base value. So that's what I use for these purposes, okay? The ones highlighted in yellow are the ones where I got hit, which means mud would have procced, okay? Mud would have procced. Uh, the ones that are not highlighted are the, one, are the shots that iPhone took, okay? Now, as you can see... Uh, this is only the first 17 rounds, by the way. This is only the first 17 rounds, and you know what? I didn't put an average there. Um, here, I, do, I can do it because I've got the mud testing uh, screenshot here. Hang on one second. I'll do it real quick, and I don't... Uh, uh, what is this? Okay, here we go. Uh, I'll do this real quick, guys, and I apologize. I did not put averages in there, but I'm going to give it to you real quick. The average um, of the first energy weapon was... And Snake Eyes, if you can, you can type in the graphics room if you'll do this, all right? Uh, the average of weapon one was 18,998. The average of weapon two was 18,300. The average of weapon three was 17,084. And the average of weapon four was 47,137 because that's a kinetic. So what happened here, guys, when I diluted Mud's ability with just one other player, okay, we can see that the, that the percentage or the average damage reduction has greatly decreased, okay? Meaning Mud is less effective. Of course he's less effective. You're taking less shots. So... Is Mud the best officer to use if you're going to run a five- or six-man armada? Probably not. Probably not. Guys, here is my next test, okay? Uh, this was uh, my control. This is on the same armada uh, or the same type of armada, a 29 rare, and here it is. Okay, this is without Mud. Uh, you know what, Snake Eyes, here. I'm going to delete mine so that yours can be directly underneath that graphic. There we go, all right? And now here is my next one, all right? Snake Eyes, if you would, let me give you the same figures for this armada, okay? 
the average of weapon one in the control group was 19,867. So weapon one was hitting just a little bit harder on average. That has nothing to do with mud or not having mud, just FYI. That it was just uh, 800 points higher. Not a whole lot when you're talking about an armada, but, but 800 points. Okay, the first weapon was 19,867. The next one, 19,861. The third weapon, 20,042. And the fourth weapon, 59,075. Guys, these are the average uh, amounts of damage that each of those uh, energies and kinetic are firing. Now, the, the good news, the validity in my test is that weapons 1, 2, and 3 are all firing almost identical. All right? For the purposes of this game, they're firing identically. Okay? So... 198198 20,000 and then almost 60,000 on the kinetic. So you guys do the math there. Take a look and see the energy reduction or the weapon reduction that he is doing per round, but again, I was only with one other person. These effects are going to be diminished as I add more people to my armada. Uh, I did the same thing that Hugo did, and I finally and I'll, I'll show you this one. I ran one armada with only me Again, a 29 rare, okay? And uh, again, silly me, did not put the averages in, so Snake Eyes, if you would be so kind, I'll give you one more set of data, and then we're going to draw our conclusions, okay? This armada was me soloing the armada, okay? And the pattern that Hugo found held relatively true. Round one, unaffected, okay, again, doesn't, doesn't have anything to do with mud because he doesn't proc until after you're hit. The first weapon fired with an average of 18,596. The second weapon fired with an average of 15,289. The third weapon fired with an average of 14,497. And the fourth weapon fired with an average of 44,646. All right. So, again, thank you, Hugo. Proof positive that mud is proccing multiple times. Now, Jonathan Ingram asked, does mud proc for each if multiple people use him? Mud will only affect the ship he's on, Shala. You're correct. However, if multiple people run with mud, okay, then it is my assumption, okay, because uh, not, I have not been able to run any test where multiple people are carrying mud. However, Hugo, hard to. Hugo had the same, uh, the same idea. He said, listen, if enough people are running this, we can get the armada down to zero. And that led to Gregor's speculation, okay? Well, I wonder how he will eventually synergize all right think about if that reduction uh had single-sided synergy of say five ten fifteen percent personally I, I i don't know what do you guys think is an appropriate side synergy on that he starts at he starts at ten percent uh it is a captain's maneuver so it's only going to be bumped by synergy i don't think they could do 40 percent dur on a single side because if you did 40 and then 40 and then 90 anything like uhuras it would be two off class and five percent for a full proper class five percent but you know don't forget we've got one of ten out there that only synergizes at but 1%. he is epic 
So he should synergize a little higher. Should than synergize a little higher. I I kind of am wanting an idea. I, I mean, I'm gosh, I don't know. It depends on how epic they want to make this card. This is why. Um, this is why I'd love to have this information, Scopely, before you auction a card, because this card could be a difference maker in Armadas. Could be mega fantastic. Because guys, we've already proven. We've already proven that mud impacts the Armada, okay? iPhone was getting the benefit. Look back up at my first at my first test, the one with the highlighted yellow spots, okay? The ones that are highlighted uh, in yellow was what he hit me with. But look, for example, say they're in round two, okay? And the white spot was he hit my partner. That was iPhone. Look in round two at weapon number three. That was still reduced, but that hit my partner. Do you see what I'm saying here? Okay. So the entire armada is getting the benefit of this weapon reduction because it impacts the armada. So there's two ways to really make this guy kind of ridiculous. Okay. There's two ways to make him somewhat ridiculous. One, get him a crew. Okay, one, he needs a crew that's going to synergize. Right now, we have no synergy, no crew, nothing. Okay, 10% is what you get. Okay, 10% is what you get. So how do we use MUD to our advantage right here, right today? Sinclair, you got it. Is it worth it to spend thousands of real dollars for one officer? That is what I wanted to discuss with you today. Do you feel that you run enough armadas, that you put enough priority on armadas to make this officer worth it? Guys, this officer, imagine this for a second. Imagine if you were an alliance that loved armadas. And I don't mean, I don't mean like loved armadas, but you use them. Guys, hang on. Think about this for a second. Everybody's saying, no way, no way, hell no, no, no chance. Guys... This actually fed into my second segment today, and I'm going to give you a sneak peek. Scopely has changed the roadmap on the ISS Jellyfish. We've been talking about this. We've been talking about this for the last month. How do you get a jelly? Well, we got the leaderboard event, right? The jelly event, by the way, it's going on right now. This spawned this conversation today. Okay? Jellyfish. ISS Jellyfish. How do you get one? You can win the ISS Jelly event, right? Sure. Okay. But the ISS Jelly event, <laughs> the ISS Jelly event is averaging, averaging, guys. This is insane. Averaging 8 million points to win a jelly. Average. By the way, that doesn't, I mean, that's factoring in the outlier. That's factoring in the outlier of the uh, one guy that won his jellyfish for 10,000 points. Okay. Guys, thank you. Look at some of these leaderboards. Server 15 is currently at 2.7 million points, but I know some people are holding out. Everybody's going to hold out. Everybody's going to snipe this thing. Okay? Look at uh, server 17 there. Snipes, thank you. 4 million in the number one position. Server 32 is already at 13 million points. <coughs> Zakara says I won with 900,000 points one time. Okay? The average is just shy of 8 million points to win, by the way, to win. Guys, we are still in the event. There's still 14, 15, 16 hours to go. 
16 hours to go. Okay, do you want to tell me that these numbers aren't going to rise in the next 16 hours? You betcha. Okay, and Scopely changed the roadmap on us again, and, and my entire second segment, okay, is going to be about the jelly. But guys, I'm here to tell you, Armada's just got a lot more important if you want an ISS jellyfish. I'm going to explain it to you coming up in the second segment, but Armada's just got wildly more important if you ever plan on getting an ISS jellyfish. All right, I'm going to explain it to you coming up here in just a little bit. And I mean, I don't mean ever. I'm talking not to the VIPs, okay? Not to the VIPs, not to the people who legitimately want to spend a few thousand real dollars on that ship because that will always happen, okay? That will always happen. But Armadas are giving jelly blueprints once you hit a certain level, okay? We're going to talk about it. That's the second part of today's show. It's all tied together. It's all interwebbed, interweaved, okay? Mud, I believe, listen, I give Scopely a lot of strategic credit. You guys know this, okay? You guys know that I like to look at a mechanic, and I like to think that Scopely did this because of something else. I like to believe that there is science to everything, mathematical analysis to everything. I like to believe that Scopely made a decision because they have modified a mechanic in this game and we don't even know it yet. Now, that's possible that they didn't do it. It's possible that it was a coincidence. But I'm here to tell you guys, I feel like there's far fewer coincidences in this game than, than we give them credit for. Okay, I know we all like to say, ah, Scopely messed this up, or Scopely changed that, or why didn't they think about this? This is terrible. Guys, I'm here to tell you, I personally believe that a hundred multi-million dollar company has a little bit of strategy. Thank you, Burns Like Ice. Pretty sure it's intentional. Okay, pretty sure it's intentional. Tequila says they also changed only the winner and not the top two get a full unlock. Tequila, I have an answer for you on that as well. Guys, you are going to get a lot of information. Prepare to have your minds blown, okay? That's what's happening here today. I'm blowing minds because I have all kinds of information. I got tons of information. You, know, you want to hear what's, what's getting ready to happen to your brain? This is getting ready to happen to your brain. That's what's getting ready to happen to your brain. I'm going to blow it up, okay? Hey, uh, real quick, so let, let's do this. Uh, let me give you this screenshot. So I got a question from a player earlier this week and I you know what I'm now seeing snake eyes that I didn't save the screenshot hold on let me see if I can find it I know where it is I know where it is uh, here we go thank you for whoever sent this screenshot now in the graphics room and I am going to apologize for those of you listening in podcast form today's a very graphically oriented show okay take a look at that screenshot guys and people were confused well why is there only one position on my jellyfish board. I just saw it in the chat room just a second ago. Well, we were getting two winners. Now I only have one winner. What is going on? Why is there only one winner now and not top and not the top two get a full unlock? Guys, it's different on every single server. <laughs> it's different on every single server. Did you know that, guys? Control in the jelly economy. Oh, the jelly economy has a controller. Hold on. You guys ready? Are you guys ready? Here you go. There's your brain. There's your brain. 
okay? It's different on every single, uh, single server. So why? Why is it different on every single server? Well, thank, thank you to uh, my buddy over at LiveOps, who, by the way, did give me permission to share this with you, okay? So uh, you can't necessarily say that they don't like to share stuff with us. He did. All right, and uh, of course, I have censored some of this information, and I'm going to give you the screenshot of his reply. Again, very graphical show today. Apologize. Here's your screenshot. Those of you in podcast, I'll read it to you. This is a correct leaderboard. We monitor the amount of players eligible for the leaderboard every 60 days and adjust the number of brackets for that server. The biggest one has five spots. The smallest one has only one position. The prizes will vary throughout. This is to somewhat balance the amount of effort it takes to get one across the servers. Did we not talk about this so when Panic they was read here? It off of what's Didn't we just talk about this when Panic was here three days ago? They are controlling a commodity, the commodity of the ISS jellyfish. All right. Now, Durr says, again, <laughs> he says, a.k.a., what we're going to do to screw over players. I disagree, Durr. I don't like it, okay, but I get it. I understand because do you not remember me talking to you about – no, that's not what he said, Durr. He says Panic said there wouldn't be a jelly event until July. No, he said bonus refinery in July. The jelly event is now a regularly scheduled monthly event, okay, a monthly event. The bonus refinery was July, Durr. You're getting it twisted. Okay, but did I not talk about on the show that we had documented evidence of somebody winning a jellyfish for 10,000 points, right? 10,000 points. Guys, that's not fair. Is, let, let me be realistic, Durr, for just a second. Durr, you're ops 38 or 39 now, I know. You're very close. 37, 37. So you have the jelly event right now. Dirt, do you feel uh, – okay, so I didn't want to get into the jelly this early, but, but we're, I guess we're going to have to. This is big news, okay? <clears throat> Did you happen to look at your jellyfish leaderboard, Dur? Tell me the highest ops level player that's on your jellyfish leaderboard because it ain't 41 anymore. Nope. Uh, Dur says 43. Bull says 44. Yeah, by the way, Mistress, the jelly event starts at ops 36, okay? You're right, Dur. It's much higher than Ops 41. It's much higher than Ops 41. By the way, the actual configuration for this event <laughs> is Ops 36 through 50. That's the configuration. Ops 36 through 50, that's who can compete in a jellyfish event. But they didn't bracket it anymore. They've, cha they've removed the brackets. Okay, they've removed the brackets, so it's all one leaderboard now, and now it's all being controlled through this event and how many active eligible players that you have on your server and the number of blueprints awarded are going to correspond directly to your server's eligible population. Now, here's why they do that, okay? Here's why they're doing it. They're doing it to control the jelly economy. <sighs> I'm not happy about it. I'm actually very sad about it. I'm extremely sad about it. Considering it came out six months ago, it feels like retroactive almost, right? Like retroactively trying to control the economy. Maybe, but I, I agree. I feel like it's just a touch too late because there are players. There are players out there, Scopely, that have five jellyfishes. Five jellyfishes. Now, I know that those players spent on those five jellyfishes. 
I know that there are players out there who have literally bought an entire car's worth of ISS jellyfishes. I understand. But don't you think, Scopely, that even for your 39-level players now, by allowing a leaderboard to extend all the way to Ops 50, you're making it that much more difficult for a level 39 player to obtain the ISS Jelly. That's what I feel like, Scopely. That's what I believe has happened, Scopely. What are you going to do about it, Scopely? Hey, how about we not change the economy of the ISS Jelly and we'll give them a group of Armada officers. <laughs> oh my god, Gregor, Gregor, laugh with me, buddy. <laughs> Let's re-incentivize Armadas. Let's give them an officer that is going to be so ridiculously good on Armadas, by the way, the community's least favorite event. We're going to give them an officer that makes armadas actually a lot easier and we're going to push them towards armadas to get the ISS jellyfish. Gregor, I didn't realize this. Captain Bull was the one who told me that Ops 36 is where the ISS jelly begins. I brought this up. He, he, he brought it up to me because I'm Ops 35, and I'm actually really, really close to pressing Ops 36. I hadn't yet, but I had run through all of my epic armada credits, right? I didn't have a bunch to begin with, but I was looking for an epic armada target the other night. And, and Captain Bull in, in my alliance was like, yo, DJ, why don't you wait? Why don't you save those? Because as soon as you press Ops 36, you can start earning ISS Jelly Blueprints. Well, oh, oh my goodness. Hang on. Here it comes. There's lots of mind blowing today. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. At Ops 36, the ISS Jelly starts dropping from the epic Armada chest. Then I started digging. I started digging. Guys, by the way, the ISS Jelly drops at a ridiculous rate ridiculous rate hey gregor every you told me this earlier this evening how many times out of 10 do you open an epic armada chest and at least one iss jelly blueprint comes out of it it feels like 10 out of 10 but it's probably less than that okay let's say nine out of 10 let's say conservatively it's even eight out of 10 the iss jelly drop rate holy cow Big country, I'm saving that screenshot, if you don't mind. Guys, take a look at that. I'm putting it in the graphics room. There. Big country doesn't have a coroner. <laughs> what? <laughs> Big country, you slacker. Guys, take a look it at that screenshot. Country. Look at this right here. Big country can build three more jellyfishes. Literally, he already has one, by the way. FYI, he already has one, and he can build three more. And he just said right here just a second ago, all blueprints from Epic Armada Chest. All blueprints. 385, guys, if you're listening in podcast. Big Country just showed us a screenshot of his ISS Jelly Blueprints. He has 385 of them in his bank. And he already has one, FYI. Big Country, I'm going to presume that you won one through an ISS Jelly event. Is that correct? Uh, I'm going to assume that you got one. Uh, would it be three jellyfishy? Jellyfish eye instead of jellyfishes? No, actually, believe it or not, it is properly pronounced jellyfishes. 
I had to Google that one time. Okay? So, <laughs> Star Fox says, so they want us to pay for either uncommon and rare or epic armada packs. Well, Star Fox, now you have, now you have a choice. Now you have, no, you don't have to run them, Durr. You just have to participate in them. So, again, <laughs> we're going to circle back to the active alliance mechanic. Oh, my gosh, guys. Are we seeing everything kind of come full circle now? Are we seeing everything come full circle? You're going to have to be in an alliance <clears throat> that can run multiple epics. Okay? Big country, uh, real quick, and this is a little off the cuff, so just prove, uh, help me prove a theory real quick. I am going to presume that you cannot see today's jellyfish event. Please. Uh, and confirm that for me. Thank you. That is correct. Guys, <clears throat> they did do one good solid for us. They did one solid for us. When they opened up the leaderboard through Ops 50, they have added some type of control, some type of um, qualifier. Okay. By the way, I don't know exactly what that qualifier is. However, it stands to reason that if you won 120 blueprints from one or more jellyfishy events... <laughs> Jellyfishes events, jellyfish events. A it's whole a smack. A spack of jellyfishes. Smack. <laughs> a smack. Whatever. If you have won a combined total of 120 jellyfish blueprints from one or more jellyfish events, you will now be excluded. Okay. Snipe says, if you get a full pull from Armadas, it should disqualify you, not just winning the event. We don't know, Snipes, because only one person has been documented winning a full pull of an ISS jellyfish from an Armada, and he's in this room with you right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Gregor's Leaky Nacelle. Gregor's Leaky Nacelle pulled 120 points, and it is documented. Okay. By the way, Snake Eyes, you're right. I said documented. We don't know. We don't know who else may have gotten one. This is the only one that we know of. Darth Skywarp says Server 32 had two in one day. Full jellyfish pulls? Skywarp, listen, help me out then. Message those two guys. Nah, here's the criteria. If they have, if they already Gregor, what did I tell you the criteria needed to be? They, if they had a jellyfish from an armada but have not won one through a jellyfish event, I wanted to know if they could see the event because I don't know if armadas is a qualifier event, Skywarp. All right, that's what I was wanting to ask. I haven't been able to identify this yet. Armadas could be a qualifier, guys. Snipe I says it, it should be. be. I, I, I thought it was the ISS command code thing in your inventory. Yeah, so we, we were theorizing about some other stuff, guys. Let me share this with you. Here is, in the graphics room, what Gregor and I had originally thought could be the qualifying event. Is this right here. An ISS command code. They currently serve no purpose in the game, yet you acquire one of these when you build the ISS jelly. If you've never noticed it before, check your other tab. You should have one of these for each ISS jelly in your ship hangar. Okay? We thought that perhaps that was what was keeping people from being eligible for the new jellyfish event. Now, hang on a second. Hang on a second, guys. Stowe, you say that player won two uh, from jelly events already. 
here's the thing. It's a relatively new mechanic. This qualifier has not been around super duper long. Uh, Gregor and I were expect we were discussing, and and he is aware of it a little bit longer than I was. But we expect that this mechanic came into play between three and four months ago. Okay, uh, possibly in March, possibly in February. We haven't nailed it down. A mechanic snuck in, and it went really, really um, unnoticed. Okay, That mechanic was that if you had already won a jelly, somehow, we don't know exactly how, that you were excluded. However, some people who had a jelly already were still getting the event. So why? My theory was that if you had accumulated a jellyfish slowly through armadas, that it wouldn't eliminate you. My theory was that you could essentially get one jellyfish from the event and one jellyfish from armadas. But either way, whatever it is, Scopely saw that people were buying four and five jellyfishes. And they capped it. Now, Truck and Chick has mentioned before, uh, Haven has also mentioned before, well, that means that the early adopters are getting a perk that the rest of us can't have. Well, that's true. Are you willing to spend $25,000 on jellyfishes? <laughs> there was actually, on the first jellyfish event in December, there was a follow-on event to upgrade the jelly that mm-hmm. you killed hostels in Faria or something like that, and you actually got parts and uncommon parts for upgrading the jelly. They've only done that once that I know of. I haven't seen it before either. Just like I haven't seen another race to ops for the jelly. Okay? So they've now capped the number of jellyfishes. Sorry if that's not proper grammar. They've capped the number of jellyfishes that you can actually own. Okay? They've capped it at seemingly one from the ISS jelly event and one from armadas basically saying you cannot have more than two from now on okay if by the way by the way full pulls okay if you're going to piece let me let me back up because big country now has enough to build three more i'm going to assume that you no longer get the iss jelly event i bet you you can earn as many as you want through armadas gregor i got i got the first one available on my server and I saw zero events from that point on until one in March that leaked through, and I saw and was able to compete in that one. And that's the only one I've seen minus winning the first one. How many jellies do you have now? Two or three? Uh, two built. You have two built, and so I'm assuming you've got blueprints for a third, or do you have even more? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, there are too many jellies floating around the galaxy. <laughs> I guess I don't know, and I and I'm I can only assume that given the pure strength of the jelly, given its economic position or its economic use or cost of use compared to the G4 ships, Scopely is clamping down. Now, what does that mean for everybody who was not an early adopter? Sorry, sorry, you can now only get one from an event. Okay, but don't you worry, everybody. We're going to give you an officer that will make it easier for you to earn your jelly, your jellyfish through Epic Armadas. Okay. Durr says there's too many now, so instead of nerfing them, they screw over the late adopters. Yeah, I don't want to say they screwed over, but the mechanic has changed. All right. And it's not going to be as easy for us to obtain it now. 
Okay. Durr says that officer will cost as much as winning a jelly event. <laughs> Possibly. Hey, Scopely, here's one possible idea. Let's not run an epic officer auction at the exact same time as a jelly auction because you can't get a true metric of who's competing for what. Not only that, but quote unquote, you are cheapening the product. I mean, if you're wanting to make the product freaking expensive, then separate the auctions because if somebody wins a jelly and they don't give a crap about mud, okay, but somebody wants mud and they don't give a crap about the jelly, you've got these people clashing heads, okay? Now, technically, guys, you guys should be happy that they're running them together, okay, because you only have to spend that amount of resources one time, okay, just technically. You should be happy that they're running together. That means you don't have to spend it twice. By asking them to split it, you would be literally asking for a second auction where people are going to spend as much money. I would say I would say the alternate issue is the G four faction ships are so underwhelming that the jellyfish is still a popular ship because it's the only viable ship even yeah. for the higher levels. The jellyfish is I mean, Gregor's a forty seven. He's still using his jelly. You remember when the jelly came out, Gregor, and we called it a transition ship? <laughs> it's not Never a tra- got through the transition. We ha- we're not through the transition yet. We are still there. The jelly is the Saladin for level thirty-nine plus. Viper says, "Probably not wrong. Probably not wrong." Okay, so I would urge caution on asking them to split the auctions. Just FYI, guys, because that just means that people are going to pay double. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted mud and the off, I mean, if you wanted mud and the jellyfish, then you're going to end up paying double. Just be careful, okay? Be careful with that request. Now, let's go back to the original point of today's show. I, I we talked about the jelly, and that wasn't my intention for the first segment. Although, I guess we can move mud and the other augments into the second segment. But guys, here's my summary on mud, and then we're going to take a break because we're an hour in. Okay, here's my summary on mud. You guys look at the data. What does it tell you? What does it tell you that the true purpose of mud is? Think about mud as a character. And I told Gregor I was going to pitch it this way. And this is why I choose to believe that Scopely does things intentionally. Not only, not only from a mechanics point of view, but from a story point of view. We have mud. Okay, The mechanic says that ISS jelly is going to be harder to get ironically that happens at the same time that an armada officer is released and armada drop rates for iss jelly are at an all-time high okay so think about it all right and this is the third armada officer Mm -hmm. that we've had recently third armada officer that's been released in the last three months okay and uh our iss jellyfish prints are available through armadas so they're daisy chaining the money right they're daisy chaining the money they want the money for the officer to make the armadas better then they're going to take your money for the armadas okay and then once you do finally earn the ship of course they're going to take your money for upgrading the ship <laughs> okay so six of ten five of ten is the other one dur five of ten indirectly five of ten increases your payout from these armadas was i supposed to say that ah it's common knowledge by now <laughs> it's common knowledge by now. Deviant Queen says, ooh, new information. That's right. Five of ten, her ability is to increase the drop rate of anything that comes from a PVE target. 
Okay, that doesn't specifically say that, but that's what it is. Okay, it increases the drop rate from any PVE target by twenty percent, forty percent, sixty percent, eighty percent, or a hundred percent at tier five. Okay, I've got her and at tier non, got, and and non overprotect landers. That's not true, uh, Gregor. <laughs> that's not true. PVE, ladies and gentlemen, PVE. Okay, so if you run her as a side card on your Armada crew, you can literally. Get twenty to forty to sixty, depending on your on your tier. Most people actually have her at between twenty and forty percent. Okay, Durblitz says no. That's so selfish. Okay, you just made my point. You just made my point, Dur. Let's go back to Mud for a second. Mud is a criminal. Mud currently has no crew. His crew has abandoned him. He is a loner, floating through space, greedy selfish, a criminal, in it for himself, in it for the profit, will do anything to turn a profit, doesn't care about anybody else. Snake eyes, behave. (laughs) That's not the the correlation I was drawing. I was drawing Mud's correlation at being a selfish, greedy loner to what you would be if you start using mud to his fullest potential. What, DJ? How dare you say that about me? Guys, I'm just going to spell it out for you. You want to spend money on mud? Be prepared to use him the right way. And the right way is to solo armadas. Plain and simple. Period. I'm sorry. Soloing epic armadas with Jayla on the side card. Okay? That is how you use mud. Plain and simple, guys. He does not have at this time, he does not have at this time a better use. Okay? Listen, as he tears up, his captain's maneuver won't change. His captain's maneuver is 10%. Okay? So until we get synergy, he's at 10%. Okay, that's it. If if we get synergy. If we get synergy. You're right. If we ever get synergy on him, then it could be better. Right now, he's stuck at 10%. So you got two ways to use him, I guess, technically. Okay, soloing epic armadas. Or if your alliance is so fortunate and blessed that you have multiple people who have mud, then you could potentially... I would love to see an armada with five people running mud because that means, guys, by the way, this is going to stack, okay? But go back to to the graphics room. It's only going to proc for one person in round one, right? No, that's wrong. It could, I guess, technically proc for up to four. Oh, gosh, it could. I would love to see a test. I'd love to see a test with five people people five ships in an armada with all five running mud as captain i'd love to see it because in theory hypothetically speaking you could get that armada dealing zero damage can i disagree with that please yeah tell me why would you not just maintain the very damage reduction you'd have if mud was solo no, uh, because it stacks right uh no you know what you are right if somebody gets hit in round one 
then they're going to get up to 30%. You're, no, here's the why. The most you no, can no, no, no. do is just continue what you could do if you were solo. Because if you had everyone, it would just, because it's all based on the shot the Armada's doing. So it's going to hit you, going to hit you, going to hit you, going to hit you. Actually, but it becomes no, which would match. Workflow. No, it, it will stack. It will stack. Let, let's say it hits me with the first shot. Okay, but wouldn't that be the same if you were solo? No, if think, you can't no, get listen, it listen, listen, listen. Solo, Hold okay, on, I'm listening. Okay, if I'm gonna get so uh, go back to the screenshot here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna post this one back or not post it back, but I'm gonna go back to Hugo's screenshot. Look at it. Weapon one never gets reduced, right? Weapon two is down ten. Weapon three is down thirty, uh, down twenty, and weapon four is down thirty. Now, if I get hit in round one, that is the weapons reduction. If another mud gets hit in round two. Okay. Then in round three, it's actually going to get hit with my 20% plus his 10%. So weapon three is going to drop to 70%. No, 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 no. no. It's going to be 10% plus 10%. It's going to be 20% in round three reduction. And then 30% for weapon three. Because for weapon three, no matter what? No matter what, because it's your 10% plus his 10%, which in weapon three fires. Mud only affects fires. one round, and mud, that's right, mud only stacks. I'm only going to get my 20% if I take the second shot, right? Right, right. So you're okay. only going to get 10%. Your 10% is going to bleed over to 10% for the next yep, guy. Yeah, you're right. So it's still it's max so, 30%, so, so no it's matter max, how many months. There you go. It's max 30%. So that's Unless not the right way to use synergy. it. Until we get synergy, that's the best you're going to get uh, as far as weapon reduction. Okay, but by the way, okay, it's still it's still good. Okay, because not only that, you got his officer ability, which increases damage. So let's talk about his officer ability very quickly, and then we got to take a break. Okay, officer ability is as such. So we we talked about this. Here was my here's what I wrote, guys. I could have summed this up in thirty seconds, but I wanted to discuss. Here's what I actually wrote to read to you. Mud is a solo artist. The captain's maneuver does what it does. It stacks each time that you're hit. It makes it much more effective to solo armadas. With a full team, he's worthless. The officer ability of MUD is a 200% boost to weapons damage, a.k.a. this is base stats. You're not, getting a 200, you're not tripling your damage. It's to base stats. By the way, Gregor loves to put this thing out in a net effect kind of way, which I think is super important. What are you actually going to get if your shields are depleted, you're actually going to get about a 20 to 25% net effect. I was running uh, my Enterprise when I did this, okay? And on one shot, let's say I got about 100,000, all right? Once my shields were depleted, because I wasn't running Kirk, by the way. I just tested with just mud, all right? So I wasn't running Kirk, so I had no morale. My shields were depleted, and my, uh, my weapons literally increased to about 124 to 126, okay? About a 25% net effect. Still pretty good, but only if you're near death, okay? Um, as this officer levels up, then you're going to get a higher net effect. We don't know how it scales. Let's say it goes from 200% to 400%. Now you're looking at a net effect, guys, of about 40 to 45%. That becomes significant. So eventually, I do believe that this officer can be amazing. It is restrictive, Sinclair. It's incredibly, I don't want to say restrictive, it's incredibly laser-focused. Okay? It's incredibly laser-focused. 
All right? It has a specific singular purpose to solo armadas. Why do you think his officer ability depends on your shield being depleted? Because you don't have people helping you. Okay? Think about it. His officer ability was chosen specifically. All right? It's to last longer against an armada target by yourself. Okay? There you go. There's mud, ladies and gentlemen, with one purpose. So, Omicron, you say weak sauce. Maybe. But if you're like me and today, Gregor, what was the set? Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. Gregor, you and I were having a conversation on the way home, and I uh, I had a moment. I had a moment, Gregor, when I suddenly, definitively realized that Ultimate DJs will never be able to afford to win a jelly auction. It'll never happen. Guys, if the average number of points to win a jelly is 7.8 million, I will never win one. Can't do it. Can't afford it. I don't even have enough stuff in my base to upload 7.8 million points. Do you? Who literally, how does somebody, Gregor, I know you said it was a long time ago, big country, somebody, whiskey lullaby, Jonathan Ingram, anybody, tell me how you spent 8 million points. Save up I gave for, up everything. I mean, I don't understand. To win everything. He pawned his helicopter and everything. <laughs> Chick, like, behave music yourself. Is really for that moment. Not beating a dead horse. We've jumped to three different topics in this segment. All right, and they all relate it to one to me another. Like some serious ne- research needs to be done on jelly, right? <sighs> serious research. It's time, right? You just need to put in a request. Hmm. Dur says, "Stop advancing for a while. Save up, Blokeman. The points do come from uncommon. They also come from Armada directives. Okay, mm-hmm. but I mean, but I, 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 what I don't understand, and and maybe we can do a show on this. Maybe we can do a gold content at some point." How do you spend that many uncommon? What what do you have in your base that cost eighty thousand uncommon? It was it was a combination though, right? It's it's ship upgrades, research, buildings, armada directives. But Gregory, it's not just one vector. That's fine, but you're still talking about eighty thousand uncommon. What what you do is you're building from ops thirty six to ops thirty nine, at least in the old meta. You're spending the mats to do that. You're doing ship upgrades, and you're running Epic Armadas. Yeah, and research. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean... <laughs> yeah, lots of research. Okay. So let me let me ask real quick. Did you guys all literally start your jelly event with seventy to 80,000 uncommon materials in your, in your inventory? Because if that's the case, I'm screwed. I have not planned properly. 50,000. Wow. Yeah, probably between all of them easily that, yeah. Wow. Well, then, guys, here's the thing. I'm screwed because I got on the mechanic train too late. Guys, you know what? If Chick, here's your, here's your thing. You say I'm beating a dead horse, then let me give you the single most important thing that you can listen to for the rest of the show. Stop progressing, right? Is that what Scopely wants? I mean, seriously, guys? Is that how you did it? You stopped progressing? For three months, yes. You literally spent nothing. You didn't do a ship. You didn't do a research. You did nothing for three months. 
I built generators that were zero material costs. I I ran with shit chips. I bet you. And I bet you the jellyfish goes for sale in the next four months. Like just straight up BP sale. I, I bet not. Be I bet not. Nope. They are making money hand over fist with these auctions, guys. If the average cost is eighty thousand uncommon, huh? I, I'll I'll never get there. I've spent too Everybody. much. I mean, Everybody's I didn't know. My Burrell, uh, my Burrell's already a tier seven. If I had known right there was probably what six or seven thousand gas, I could have saved that. Didn't know. I didn't know. So guys, epic here, chess or your savior, man. Epic chess. Well, yeah, that that's it for me. I that's what that's exactly what I told Gregor. To me, they buffed them last month. They're they're really good now. They are. That's what Gregor was just saying. Literally, almost a hundred percent of his chests are dropping blueprints, guys. That's why I'm saying this. Chick, hear me, okay? You say I'm beating a dead horse. What's the key takeaway? The key takeaway is you got two ways to win a jelly, and mud is one of them. That's why he could be worth it to you. He could be worth it to you. Do you want to spend money on an auction? I don't know. The only other option that you've got to get a jelly is an auction, so it's ironic that mud's only available at the same time as a jelly auction. But there you go. That's why mud is important. You can do it without mud. Absolutely, you can do it without mud. Just do it with your team. Do it with your team. But you need a team around you that believes in running a bunch of armadas. You have to have epic shards to run the armada or epic directives to run the armada? Yep, you sure do. You sure do. Guess what? That costs money too. So you're not paying for it in auction form. You're paying for it in pack form. Okay? Oh, you do. And Stevens Aaron is right. Okay? Guys, you get more credits if you solo it. Even if it's a slightly smaller one, you still solo it. You still get more. And if you're using 5 of 10, you're getting 20 or 40 or 60% more. Okay? I'd say team up with two people. Having so said that, you, that, you don't waste the bonus chest. Having you're said getting the leader chest, if you're doing it solo, you're not getting that. The jellyfish is really not that important if you're oh, not Gregor. forty plus. It's not. It's oh not, no, yeah, not it. not if you're not forty plus. But right. at, clearly, clearly, Gregor, here is where I am at thirty five, and I at thirty five did not properly plan and it's too late. Guys, if you're listening to this right now thinking that this is a whale problem or a whale show because we're talking about the jellyfish, uh uh-uh. uh. Okay? You need to start preparing for this at Ops thirty. Mm. Or Ops twenty eight. Use your Sally. <laughs> no, you're laughing at me. Think about it. How many times have we heard people say skip the thirty two ships? How many times have we heard people say that? I ran a 1.3. People have said, you know what? We made so much fun. Hang on. Is Mac Ross in here? Is Mac Ross in here? Mac Ross is saying, yeah, I'm here. And I told you. I told you. He skipped his epic. He went from 32 all the way up to his jelly. He must have had a Burrell then. Nope, he ran with an Intrepid. Oh, God. I went from Sally to Jelly. He ran with an Intrepid and loved it. 
Snake Eye says, I also love playing the game. Sure, I like playing the game too, but I want to be smart about it. That's what this whole damn show is about. Teaching you how to be smart about this game. How did I miss this? All right. Well, I am. If the VPs are coming through the epic chest, the way you're saying, if you can't get enough in four levels, I mean, you're in the wrong alliance. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's I right. Would, I, I wouldn't tell people to skip the epics. I think that's a bad idea. I, I honestly, I wouldn't tell people that. Yeah, Wicked Witch says you have to plan ahead. And I'm not saying that you should skip the epics. I'm not saying you should. I think that you need to properly plan and execute the upgrading of your epics. <laughs> okay. If anything, if anything, I do agree with the skip the rares. Okay. Like, and and Gregor, like, you know what? Let's go back to a piece of advice you had. You probably don't even remember this, but it does come full circle. You said, okay, after you get your epic ship at 34, you said, see if you remember this, rush your ops. You remember saying that? Once you got your epic ship, you said to rush your ops, be- and your perspective was the packs get richer. Much oh, richer. if you're gonna, if you're focusing on getting a higher level, yeah, yeah. If that's your focus, then then upgrade your ops to get better packs. Don't grind out and upgrade everything. It's a if you're gonna spend the money anyways. If you know you're gonna spend the money, Dur says, "Here's a crazy idea. How about not skipping any level of ship?" Dur, I got to be honest with you. I think the pace of play of this of this game kind of makes that almost impossible. Hey, Big Country says great advice, but guys, how is it possible? I didn't skip anything, and now I'm screwed for the jelly. Okay? I didn't skip anything, and I could not save enough materials to win an auction if my life depended on it. All right? Now, here's where some people are saying, uh, Snake Eyes included, saying that's the point slow down enjoy the game the aardvark says agree slow down that's the problem right that's the problem that most of us have we don't want to slow down we want to be amazing we want to be better we want to be more powerful okay well i guess we're gonna have to plan it out or open your wallet all right but in all fairness scopely has now released an officer to help you make it do it a little bit easier Okay. You now have more than one way to win a jelly, and it's through the Epic Armada chest. The drop rates have been increased substantially, and you can accumulate more Epic credits with Harold Harcourt Fenton Mud, whatever his name is. Okay, there you go. I got to take a break. I'm pissed off. <laughs> okay, I am. I'm pissed. I go lie. I'm aggravated because today I realize how out of reach – to my goal actually that's, now, that's in all true. fairness yeah. in all fairness now you got the armada chest so focus on that right yeah it's probably a better way to do it it, it probably yeah. is guys probably is and if you're going to focus on it that way if you're like me and you do not have the material saved because you've been working on your ships and working on research then armadas is the way you're going to have to go you're going to have and to go. listen Aren't they aren't they planning G five? Isn't there I mean, wasn't that kind of the tempo every year or something? If there is a G five, I, I would be surprised if Jellies didn't go for BP sale at some point. They may. I don't know. But look how I, mean, I don't know, but they may, but right now today, when the BP's pack launches, an enterprise still cost a thousand dollars. All right, if you bought every blueprint you needed it would still cost you $1,000. Now, you're right, big country. And you know what? You're exactly right, big country. And I was getting ready to say it, and, and, I, and I stopped. 
Big Country, I'm going to read your line uh, verbatim. DJ, didn't you say your ultimate goal was to get the Enterprise? And now you want the jelly story of this game. You're exactly right. I literally just, that, that dawned on me a second ago, and I said that I wanted, you know, my goal was to get a jelly. No, my goal was to get an Enterprise, and I've got it. I should be happy. But now I'm thinking about the next step. I'm thinking about the next step. Looky there. What is that? Is that that's an armada chest. Guys, there's an armada chest where somebody got a full pull of an ISS jelly. Snipes, who was that? An Ops 41 teammate. Now, let me let me ask you. This is uh, Here's another one. Snipes, does your team, had your teammate already won a jelly through the event? If so, then he doesn't qualify. If he did not already have a jelly, I would be very curious as to, as to if he sees the next jelly event. Would you please stay in touch with me on that? Please stay in touch with me on that. He already had one, so he's out. Okay. We really, you know what? I may be the first one. Gregor, I'm going to dedicate myself to winning a jelly through Armadas and not through the jellyfish event. That way I can prove my qualifier theory. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's what I'm going to do. do. <laughs> All right. Guys, oh, that's that's what we're going to do. I'm going to take a very quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about something that's not going to make everybody so down and out. We're going to talk about something more fun. We're going to talk about the three new rare augment officers we have and why whole breaching your own ship may actually be a good idea. As promised, Ultimate DJs and Talking Trek Live are breaking down our four new officers and telling you why they are relevant in the uh, Star Trek Fleet Command universe. It's all coming up on Talking Trek Live. My name is Ultimate DJs, and this is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from PMS brand Waterbeds. PMS Waterbeds retain more water longer than other leading brands. After the plague of the century In the clear blue skies over our country Came some women called Karens with hair so absurd Caused a scene at a store and scream every word No one knows why these gals are insane Karens are ticked off with no shame They'll tell you why they think you should die If you see Karen come and you should run and hide 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 or more The angry mad Karens will settle their scores People have filmed and put them on TV But the angry mad Karens still go crazy In the nick of time, a hero arose A funny looking doe with a big black nose He went to the park to be her friend But then Karen cussed him out here Wardod, this is the song I want for my lap dance <laughs> Wardod, where are you 
I demand my dance. I want 25 million fright worth. I'm just a yeah. Hey, Wardod, what does 25 million trite get me? Go ahead, hop on in. Uh, welcome into the show, everybody. My name is Ultimate TJ. 25 million trite buys me one jelly repair. No, I think it's actually closer to three. Gregor, uh, what is it to repair your uh, your jellyfish? Didn't you tell me once it was it was like 22 million? 22 million? Oh, you're right then, Star Fox. <laughs> All right. And Wardot has a jelly, right? So basically, what you're telling me, uh, what you're telling me then, Wardot, is that that one time that your jelly blew up on my base, you literally. So the 25 million trite you got was literally only to cover your expenses. Like you didn't get any, you didn't profit off that. Where is Wardod? Holy cow. You broke even. You got me for 25 million and you broke even? Oh god. You know what? Well, that's I'm not, a bargain. I'm not in the right mindset to do a podcast today. I seriously, I that pisses me off too. He says I broke even on Triton, I lost on Dill. Yet I'm freaking out to have one snake eyes. <laughs> he says relax, enjoy the game. You know what? I might need to go get a beer. Mind you, you got you guys. Hang on, it's late. It's late on a Sunday. I had to work today. Do, do you guys care? Can I? Can I go? Hang on. Crack right it. Hang, do crack your it. rev dude show. Go get one. Hang on. I'm I'm coming over here. I got. I don't know if you guys. I think you guys can hear. I'm on wireless. Yep. I'm over here in my fridge that's out here in the garage. Yes. Got a glass bottle. I see. I can't hear you guys. I can't hear you guys because I had to take my my headset is not wireless, but my microphone is. There we go. All right, I'm back. Here we go. And let's see if you guys can hear this. It's a glass bottle. You may not be able to hear it. Ah, oh, did you hear that? You hear that little hiss? Oh, we heard it. Oh, I heard it. Yes. Hang on. Ah, oh, do y'all hear that? That's half that bottle. Ah, yep. I'm pulling a rev, folks. We're drinking on the show. <laughs> Am I going to drink all the bottles you just... I only opened one, Dirk. I just... I, but I, it was in the fridge door, so I grabbed it out. It probably clinked a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Rev, Rev loves to drink on his Twitch channel. So I'm drinking tonight. I'm just kidding. I'm only having that uh, half of a beer. I'm good now. All right, guys. Um, <laughs> that was my thirsty sound. I was getting cranky. I was getting cranky. All right, guys, uh, let's uh, let's talk about these new augment officers, and then I got one or two other things that I want to get to because we're already running out of time. Oh goodness gracious! And we got to do battleship too, don't we? All right, let's do battleship first. All right, I'm ready. Here we go, battleship time. Let me give you your off-air guesses. We're gonna we're gonna blast through this. Hey, Moros. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not really losing it. I'm just. I, you know what? I might be a little bit grumpy. Do you remember, Gregor? Uh, there was a show that we did several. It's probably been a few months ago. And you remember me telling you, I was in a bad mood. Like I was in a bad spot. I think it was a. I think it was a, a crap on Scopely episode. I think I was God, really. I remember that. I was yeah. really angry that day, right? I was really mad at Scopely for something, and I did a terrible episode about how awful. 
I thought whatever it was was. I remember that. I I am I'm fighting it today. I'm there. Bad DJ. I'm there again today. You, you have nothing to be upset about. You have an enterprise. I do have an enterprise. I need to focus on the positive. I got an enterprise and I'm happy about it. Can't you, up can't you hear how freaking happy I am? <laughs> enjoy the game. Enjoy the game. I'm going to enjoy the game. You know what? Here's what's going to happen tonight. I'm sorry. It's 9.15 on a Sunday night. Server 15, when I get off the air, I'm going to show y'all how much I enjoy my Enterprise. I'm going to introduce it to every single miner I can find. That's right. Put 5 of 10 on I'm gonna, the, uh, yeah. on OPC. <laughs> I'm going to introduce it to all of you. No, Wardod. Oh, <laughs> Wardod, you already met my Enterprise. You sent it home, bawling like a child. Um, <laughs> yes, Star Fox, you got it. I'm going to do some drunk minor killing tonight. Yes. All right, Battleship. This is going to be one of the best. This is going to be end up being one of the most most downloaded shows. Terrible. I'm in an, I'm in an awful state of mind tonight. All right, Battleship. Let's do this real quick. We had two off-air guesses. Two off-air guesses. Lord Friendzone was the first. Congratulations to you, Lord Friendzone. Your guess was Foxtrot 1. Foxtrot 1. F1. And that was a miss, ladies and gentlemen. The Frankie DeVore is still hiding out in space. Foxtrot 1 was a miss. You may update your card. Uh, then Big Country. Big old country. Big Country was my next player. Uh, ironically, very uh, odd two guesses. Big Country came and guessed Echo 1. E1. All right. So uh, E1 was Big Countries and Lord Friend Zone was F1. Both of those were misses. Both of those were misses. All right. Let's we see if we can. Misters. Do what? We need more misters. Yeah. <laughs> misses and mister. Let's see if we can find someone to play now. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome to the show and to the Battleship War Room, Bella Morte. Bella Morte, Bella Morte. Congratulations to you and welcome into the show, Bella Morte. Are you around and out and about? Where are my sound effects? Uh, next person. Let's see, my buttons aren't even working right. Move on, move on, next person. There's Bella Morte. Bella Morte, congratulations, welcome to you. Bella Morte, you've got an opportunity now to look for the Ferengi Devore. It is uh, the last ship on the board. So, Bellamorte, let's get it on here. Bellamorte, would you like to join us in voice or you can play in text? That's completely fine, whatever you prefer. We, uh, we are going to walk in now to uh, the Battleship War Room. Here, I'll hold the door for you, Bellamorte. I am, after all, a gentleman. Bellamorte, are you here? DJ Gurr, yeah, I'll tell you real quick. I just just read them out loud. Uh, E1 and F1. They were both misses, DJ Gurr. E1 and F1. Bella Morte says she's got to play in text. Here, I'll hold the door for you. Let's walk in the Battleship War Room and uh, welcome in. Look at all my fancy pants computer equipment here, Bella Morte. Let's take a look around. Look at all the blinky lights. Look at all the technology. I spent a lot of money on it. Money I could have spent on my ISS Jelly. But I spent it on my war room instead. <laughs> yeah, it is fancy. You got it. Bella Morte, please. Guess a coordinate. Dur, don't push me tonight, buddy. 
<laughs> Don't push me tonight. Bella Morte says Foxtrot 2. Foxtrot 2. Bella Morte, are you sure about that? Is that your uh, is that your final answer? Bella Morte. Foxtrot 2 says yes. Or uh, Bella Morte says yes. Final answer. Foxtrot 2. Here we go. Foxtrot 2. Target acquired. Alright, that is a miss. I am so sorry, Bella Morte. Foxtrot 2 is an incorrect guess. That is a miss. Alright. There we go. Alright, now what are you what are you talking about, big country? <laughs> is there a new war that I didn't know about? What's going on here? Is there a war that I don't know about? All right. There's Battleship. Thank you, Bellamorte. Appreciate you being a player. And uh, thank you for playing Talking Trek's Battleship, where later this episode, you will still have an opportunity to make one more guess tonight to locate the Ferengi Devor. It's the last ship, and it is on the board. Oh, crap. Snake Eyes. I knocked it off the board. I'm kidding. <laughs> I joke. I joke. It's still there. You guys just haven't found it yet. But we will have one more opportunity towards the end of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> uh, let's, uh, let's talk about the Augment Officers. Very quickly, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on these guys, uh, but I am going to give you a little bit of strategy for these folks, okay? So let's talk about them. We have Rima, we have Navi, and we have Pan. Okay, these new officers are rare officers. They are of the Augment faction. They are part of Khan's crew. So they will offer synergy with any of the previous officers. Okay, now here's why I really like these officers. Let's talk about the ability to acquire them. Here I spent the first hour complaining that I'll never be able to acquire something in this game. Yet, here are three blue officers that will be easily 100% able to be uh, all the shards can be uh, c collected for free. Okay? Collected for free. Uh, guys, there is now a second chest in your Augment Faction store. Okay? A second chest. One of the chests is the original chest. It has Khan and it has Joachim and Marla. Okay? Uh, and it has uh, the, uh, the original three, Joaquin, um, Otto, Katie, right? Cotty. Uh, by the way, how you guys say it? I've always said Cotty. Gregor says it's Katie. I always just say Cotty. I don't know. I might be thinking too Star Trek-y. All right. He says Katie. There you go. Thank you. That's the first one, Epic Neo. Captain Bull says it is Katie. Well, my bad. All right. Now, we've got a new chest. We got a new chest in the Augment store. It's called the Awoken Augment Recruit Pack. And guess what, ladies and gents? It has only the three new officers, meaning... You won't dilute your augment credits by still potentially getting officer XP by pulling one of the old uncommons. Okay? You can now use the Awoken Augment Recruit Pack and get the three new officers. Is it just a shade more expensive than the original pack? Yes. But that's okay. It's supposed to be. It's new content. Debt Dealer says there's no E. It's definitely Cotty. Thank you. I like it. All right. <laughs> it's Cotty. Der Blitz says, no, it's not. This is not Mean Girls. Come on, DJ. 
Lady Kess says it's the same price. Okay. I, I actually thought it was a little bit more. Either way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You've got a pack now that allows you to only source the three new rares. Okay. I didn't think it wasn't, honey. Thank you. Cat eye. <laughs> Lord Frenzen says cat eye. I don't think that's it either. All right, but anyway, guys, there it is. Okay, that's your that's your your way to get them. Now, these three new officers, what can we do with them? We talked about them very briefly on a previous show. We talked about these three new officers and what they did. Let's start with Navi. I like Navi. Her captain's ability is if the ship has a hull breach, she increases critical hit damage by 20%. Her officer ability. If the ship has hull breach, she increases mitigation by 50%. Okay? Mitigation by 50%. Let's move on to the next officer. This is Pan or Pawn. Let me help you with the Pan-Pam dilemma. Okay? <laughs> it's Pan. Pan. All right, Pan's captain's maneuver is super awesome. A lot of people have already discovered this. Super duper great is a 20% boost of the impulse speed of the ship. All right, by the way, you he can puts get, air holes you in can, his car, makes it go faster. <laughs> that is can, a great analogy from Turblets. Uh, there you go. You can use synergy on this to Speed make it go holes. even faster. Okay? I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how fast this officer is. Um, uh, Claw used to be our, our best speed officer for in-system rating. Nope. Stand out of the way, Claw. You've been replaced by an augment. Okay? Pan is is your new in-system raider, okay? Officer ability at the start of each round. Pan has a 25% chance of applying a hull breach to his own ship for three rounds. How interesting. Speed holds. How interesting. And finally, Rima. Rima. Officer uh, or captain's maneuver. If the ship has a hull breach... Rima increases the damage of the ship by 40% of this round. Officer ability, if the ship has a hull breach, Rima adds 5% to critical hit chances. Okay? Guys, let me tell you. These three new officers are dope. I am going to say that, and then I'm going to tell you why I think that. Okay? And I'm going to read to you the notes that I prepared for this segment. Okay? Because I did a lot of research this week in the last 24 hours when Scopely finally granted me the officers. <laughs> My suggestion, and by the way, Hugo's in here. I know Hugo's asleep now. Hugo's no longer here, but he also sent me some stuff, and, uh, and really, truthfully, my research correlated very closely to his. Rima as captain, Navi and Pan on the bridge, if you are engaging in PvP. Uh, Pan on the bridge, or Pan as captain, with Rima and Navi, if you are speed raiding, okay? They have a couple of different uses, guys. PvP is my favorite, okay? PvP is my favorite use of these officers uh, with Rima as captain. Now, guys, here's what you need to know. Tier 1, like any officer, like any ship, okay? Tier 1 is not super-duper effective, okay? It's not better than what you already may have accumulated in this game. Don't get it twisted. This is not an officer that is going to come straight out of the box and kick ass. Okay? It's not going to happen. They are... Uh, Snake Eyes describes them as berserker officers. They trigger self-damage for a boost in damage. Here's the thing. Here, here's why I like that uh, com uh, comparison, Snake Eyes. But it's a gamble. It's a risk. Okay, because 
depending on what you're fighting, most Armada targets, for example, only have 10% chance of throwing a critical hit. What is Hull Breach, guys? Does anybody know? I mean, Rev Deuce did a video. Hull Breach is an increase to critical damage. Yes, it is, Gregor. Thank you. Rev Deuce just did a video on this. If you guys haven't seen it, you can check it out. What is Hull Breach? Hull Breach is an increase in critical hit damage issued by your opponent. So why, may you ask, would you want to inc uh, inflict a hull breach on your own ship? What that effectively means is if you have a hull breach and your opponent throws a critical, okay, then that one critical shot is going to be approximately, Rev says 80%, I don't know if that's the actual math, 80% higher, meaning that if a critical hit was going to hit you with 200,000, it's now going to hit you with 360,000. Okay? That's a beast of a shot, just FYI. If you are the unlucky soul that has a hole breach on his own ship and then fall into that 10% category where you're going to get a hole or a critical hit, then you're taking a whale of a shot. Okay? You're taking a big shot. All right? But, on the other hand, you got a 90% chance of nothing happening. 90% chance of nothing at all happening to risk at your risk. Okay? On an armada. On an armada. That's correct. On an armada. Gregor, what's the critical hit chances for a standard hostile? Anybody know? Mm, 22%. 22%. All right. So you got a 2 and 8 shot of something bad happening. Steven Zaren says, question, if the other ship has Gorkon and crew and gives you a hull breach, does it trigger these officers? Answer, no. It does not, Snake Eyes. It's just like the Armada situation where if it affects the target, yes, Hero, listen to me. If it affects the target, then you will be susceptible, but it will not proc somebody else's officer. Okay? If, for example... Uh, let me think. What's the best way to... to uh, it is, it is, it's 10% on hostiles, too. 10% on hostiles. Gregor, what's the... I'm trying to think of an illustration here. It, for example, uh, talking about armadas, okay? If we burn... If Nero is in one ship and he burns the armada, okay? Mm -hmm. Then he affects the armada for everybody. Everybody gets burning, okay? Right. Now... The, the testing that I saw, and, and this is what I was thinking, is that it was going to work the same way. See, there's different hull breach officers, guys. Gorkon's not a good example. Curla, I think, is. Okay? Isn't Curla's ability that if there's a hull breach, then he's going to increase critical hit damage? Is that correct? Somebody help me with Curla. One of them works and one of them doesn't. Okay? And, and that's what I'm here to tell you. I think it might be Gorkon that does not and Curla that does, but I may have that backwards. I'm Curla thinking works. of Koth. Curla, hang on. Curla works. He does a crit kinetic damage increase. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, know, I know he works. That's not what I was saying. I'm saying, does he, will he get procced by Pan of the opposing ship? Uh, Curla increases the critical hit damage by 50% when firing with a kinetic weapon. Okay, so guys, uh, Curla will work. He has nothing to do with hull breach. Okay, and yes, Snake Eyes, I'm talking about PvP as well. You're right, Lego. Curla is not hull breach dependent. Now, here's where Curla will rock your world. 
Okay? So if I'm running Pan, uh, Rima, Pan, and Navi, and Moros comes up against me, okay, and he's got Gorkon, Kurla, and who else do you run with them? Khan. 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 Okay. Gorkon, Kurla, Khan. Uh, Durr says Koth. Let me look at Koth real quick. I haven't looked at Koth. Uh, Koth is a green officer, and his ability, as long as the opponent's ship has a hull breach, Koth increases the damage dealt by kinetic weapons by 20%. Okay. Now, Koth is one. You will proc Koth if you proc, okay, a uh, hull breach on yourself. Koth triggers with hull breach, okay, because the target has a hull breach. His only qualifier is hull breach, okay? You got it? Now, uh, Snake Eyes is saying the other way around. Will, uh, if the opponent, uh, let's say the opponent has Gorkon, right? Let's look at Gorkon here. Gorkon, uh, not the captain, the officer ability. When the, shi when the ship hits the opponent with a critical hit, Gorkon has a percentage chance of causing a hull breach for three rounds. Now, guys, if, Gor if Gorkon procs before Pan, then my officers, in theory, are going to proc, Okay. The trigger is hull breach, okay? But not all officers are triggered by hull breach. A lot of these officers are triggered by a kinetic shot, okay? So you got to be careful. Hagen, uh, Hagen Stogie, a proc uh, is a process, okay? That it, when an officer procs, that means he activates, okay? Uh, think of it like um, that chick in the Picard series. When she activated... She went all crazy berserk and killed everything. Okay? When they yes. proc, they activate or fire. That means the ability takes effect. It was episode one, Durr. <laughs> okay? It was episode one. Okay? So, Stevens Aaron is saying, that's what I was asking. If I'm running Rima Pan Navi and someone hits me giving me hull breach, then my Rima crew won't trigger. I Actually, okay, so I may have misunderstood. I think that's incorrect. If hull breach is inflicted by your enemy, then your crew triggers. Okay? That's the whole point. You have... Okay, so let's look at these officer abilities. What happens if a hull breach is triggered? If a hull breach is triggered, then you're going to start taking additional damage, correct? Especially if a kinetic shot comes. So mm -hmm. what does the augment crew do? It mitigates the damage. It mitigates one of the officers does extra mitigation. Okay? One of the officers increases your damage. Okay? But one of them increases your mitigation, helping to mitigate, for lack of better terms, the extra damage coming from the hull breach critical. You don't have to just rely on Pan's ability if you're going after somebody who's running a hull breach crew. Okay, if you're going after somebody who's running a hull breach crew, in theory, you could avoid Pan, but that would be silly. All right, if you've got Pan and somebody else is running hull breach, and you got even that much more odds of getting hull breach. And by the way, if they both proc, then you could be running that hull breach benefit for the entire battle. Okay, look at the uh, look at Kang there. Thank you, Wham. At the start of battle, Kang has an 80% chance of dealing a hull breach to the opponent for three rounds. Right there, at the start of battle, 
That means your officers, your augment officers, could immediately be procced right there at the beginning of battle. And if you're running pan, you got a 25% chance each round to continue it for three additional rounds. So Dur, Kang is good, but only for the first three rounds. Agreed. If you're running pan, then you could keep it for the entire stinking battle. Okay? You could. Now, what is the, the risk is that you're going to get taken out with much larger damage. The benefits are the abilities of these officers. Okay? Increased mitigation, increased damage output. Okay? Increased critical hit chances. Well, what does it actually get you? Here you go. Uh, will they work on yellow ships? I haven't tested it, but I've heard yes. I have heard yes. Durr says no. I have only heard. I haven't tested it. Okay? I've only tested it. I don't know. Or I've only, I've only heard it. Um, Stevens Aaron, yes, you got it. As you level, these are going to get better. This is what I wrote. As of Tier 1, not super-duper effective, okay? There are better combos out there, but they have tons of potential as they tier up. Rima's captain's maneuver of increased damage uh, of this ship for this round if Holbreach is active. Uh, by the way, it says uh, 40%, okay? Uh, with synergy, I think it goes up to 80%. Is that right? I think she's got 20% per side, uh, or he 20% per side. But anyway, it affects your base stats, by the way, all right? So your damage increase, it's, it's still good for a Tier 1 officer. It's hovering around 12 to 15%. Okay, 12 to 15 percent, depending on what kind of shot it's doing. That's what's increasing. All right, that's your net effect. Running Rima uh, as captain, if she procs, even though it says 80 <laughs> percent, is only a net effect of about 12 to 15 percent. Okay, so you know what you're actually getting. That's a 12 to 15 percent increase of all of your shots. Okay. Uh, the 5% boost to critical hit, that's fine. That's good, okay? Uh, that's pretty straightforward. Five, there's no base, all right? It's just 5% increase to critical hit. Uh, by the way, that does not stack, okay? So it's just a 5% boost where con stacks, okay? The other one does not, all right? And the mitigation, by the way, is increasing your mitigation. Now, this is what was disappointing a little bit. Uh, the mitigation, I believe, is what, uh, what does it say? It's like a 50% reduction i think hang on let me see if i can find it to the mitigating stats yeah yeah to the mitigating increase to your mitigation an increase hold on where is it where is it yeah a 50 percent increase to mitigation unfortunately uh i don't know about you gregor but that to me if i was doing mine right it was only resulting in an actual mitigation increase of about 1.9 percent <laughs> so i was a little disappointed with that but again this is tier one, okay? Tier one. Lego says 50% of mitigation isn't that good because of so much research and buildings. That's probably why I only got about 1.9%, okay? Because it's off base. But hey, 1.9% is 1.9%. And, and mitigation capped anyways. Yeah, so. mitigation is capped, and there's other ways to use better mitigation, yada, yada, yada. Long story short, okay? Um, you can, these officers, th this is my summary. These officers can literally be maxed for free. Now, I say maxed for free. They're going to take a bunch of independent credits. They're going to take a bunch of badges. I get that. But the shards, the shards, you can literally earn every single shard to max them out for free by doing what, ladies and gentlemen? Spending three minutes a day and mining your green data. Okay? 
burst mining your green data yeah how awesome is it that everything is so intertwined red data matters red data matters because you can get 15,000 augment credits a month off red data by the way that's an extra five pulls of this chest okay just fyi extra five pulls of this chest every month red data matters okay there you go Lego says, can we complain about badges? No need. No need. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay? So there you go. Can these officers be great? Yes, they can. Are they at tier one? Not quite. Okay? Effective? Yes. Are they better than any other crew you have? No. Should they be at tier one? No. Okay? No. Well, they're better than some. I'm sure you could put together some really garbage ones. <laughs> I'm sure you could, too. I'm sure there are some terrible crews that you could amass. All right? These, this is not the worst crew you could come up with. All right? But they're going to be good. They're going to be good. All right? So there you go. There's my two-hour version of the four officers and how they intertwine with the ISS Jelly and uh, why you need to be starting to prepare your long game. There you go. Guys, I'm running on empty. Does anybody have any questions? Anybody have any questions about hull breach, about the new officers, about mud and the best way to use him, about the ISS jellyfish event, about the epic armada chest, or anything that's been discussed here tonight? Anything, anything? Check one, check two. Everybody says no. Tequila Max says officer XP events are back. Oh. Where? Yeah, I'm glad they're back. Actually, uh, you know what? Hang on. Uh, not ship XP Tequila Mac. That's fine. You know what? I agree uh, was what somebody just wrote. This is rolling out by server, uh, and it goes back to the, uh, the screenshot that I posted in the graphics room earlier about the Jelly leaderboard. Guys, they are adjusting metrics by server. Okay, this is starting to happen. This is starting to become a real thing. All right, maybe it's always been a thing, but it's, it's, it's happening more now. They are gauging events, engaging rewards, engaging uh, these things based on, excuse me, there's that beer. <clears throat> They're gauging this stuff based on the, uh, based on the population based on the age okay this stuff is happening and by the way yes i have confirmation that the uh officer xp has returned to certain servers okay captain bull says my son had a ship xp event today at level 10 okay it's happening so they are out there okay they exist and these things are now, you know what? Somebody had mentioned it. Dur, I don't remember who it was, but somebody said that on this show about two, three months ago. What? Oh, my God. It was Vita. It was Vita. Why don't they just separate all the events and run everything different for every single server? And here I was saying how impossible that would be. By God, they're doing it. They're doing it. All right. So there you go. Vita, you was right. I was wrong. You win. There you go. Vita's sleeping right now, but he's going to listen to this, and he's going to – how much do you guys want to bet? Vita's going to listen to this, and he's just – it doesn't matter. Anything else that I say from here on out, they're gonna, he's going to smile from ear to ear. He's going to be like, ha, 
I was right. <laughs> Anybody? Oh, you know he will. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, Sinclair, you did. You did say the same thing, Sinclair. You said uh, you said that they should run different things on different servers. By God, they are. There you go. All right, guys. Uh, I think that's all we got. That's all I got for tonight. I'm, I'm on empty. I'm going to have to have another beer. I'm going to have to drink my beer during this commercial break. My name is Ultimate DJs, and this is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. When we return, we wrap up our show, play our last iteration of Battleship, and call it a night uh, here because <laughs> it is late. <laughs> We're going to finish everything up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. Don't go anywhere. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Old Lice, the men's aftershave strong enough to kill most types of body parasites. Tom Cruise returns in the most dangerous Mission Impossible yet. We need you to make people get along on social media. Mission Impossible, Battle of the Smartphones. This is your mission. Should you choose to accept it? Everyone is sharing their political views on Facebook. You tell me yours, I'll tell you mine. One man thinks he can stop the rogue commenters. Oh, because he's crazy. But can he find a solution everyone will like? I can tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. Mission Impossible, Battle of the Smartphones, coming soon to an app near you. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Blame it all on my roots I showed up in boots And ruined your blind tie affair The last one to know The last one to show I was the last one you thought you'd see there And I saw the surprise And the fear in his eyes When I took his glass of champagne I toasted you, said, honey, we may be thrilled, but you'll never hear me complain. Cause I got friends in all places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues away. This is what I listen to when I get sad. <laughs> I do love country. I do. I, I am... Uh, I listen to country music when I'm in a certain mood. I'm in that mood. I'm singing Snake Eyes. In long Yeah. Welcome in, everybody. Bear, that's really funny. That's a really funny meme. I think Bear wants to die right now. Oh, my God. Mics are turned off. I'm so sorry. Your mics are up now. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs, and that's my buddy Garth. Friends in low places, welcome into Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And uh, there we are. Yeah, drinking, country music. That's the that's the mood I'm in. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I'm in I'm in a funk tonight, Gregor. Uh, I wasn't in this mood on the way home. Oh my God, is Gregor still here? Please tell me. He's yeah, here. bud. All right, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna end the show on uh, on a lightly humorous note. Wait, aren't you supposed to do another battleship? Yeah, we'll do that here in a second. We'll do it in All a right. second. I'll do it. I'll do it in a second. But I want to tell this story real quick, and then we'll play battleship. Ooh, is this up. about the drive-through? Yes. <laughs> so I'm talking to Gregor on the way home. All right, I'm driving home, and we're having a conversation about what we're going to talk about tonight on the show. And there were there were two or three ridiculous things that happened. Uh, on this on this phone call, the first one 
Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to do a real quick quiz. Just super duper fast. If anybody, uh, real quick, could just post in the chat the name of the weird, uh, the name and breed of the strange farm animal that you know I have. Just go, real quick. I want to see how many of you guys actually know. Okay? Uh, there you go. Thank you. What's it? Thank you. There's his name. Gregor, I want you to look at the chat right now. <laughs> I want you to look at the chat. And then I need an explanation, public, live, and on the spot, how Gregor, my buddy, my pal, practically my co-host, did not know I had a llama named Willis. No idea. No idea. How? Sleeping on the job. trolling you. No. Dude, he wasn't trolling. I know his kids' names, and I don't know he has a llama. He talks to my children on the phone, and somehow he has somehow missed. I joked with him. We are on our 53rd, by the way, congratulations, everybody, our 53rd episode. We're on our 53rd episode, and Gregor has somehow missed the 32 of those episodes where Willis has been mentioned. Okay. <laughs> Only 52? 53. Today is number 53. Maybe I'm like a Manchurian candidate and Willis is my trigger word or something. <laughs> I don't, Maybe. I no <laughs> I'm sorry. Troll. <laughs> Maybe it's your trigger word. I'm. That's. It's got to be it. That has to be it, man. All right. That has to be it because, yes, I'm looking right now, guys, just real quick. I'm looking at the list. And today, oh gosh, no, today is episode 52. Sorry, not 53. Today is episode number 52. And and somehow, yeah, Jay Berg, you got it right. Gregor has llamaphobia and it's blocked, it's all blocked out. I don't understand. I'm time traveling. I'm the one that's time traveling. I, I yeah. was working last Sunday, so if he said it last Sunday, <laughs> I didn't even. Well, no, it's not. It's not a year of shows, Battle Droid, because we do two a week, and there was one uh, episode where I think, or one week where I did a third one. But, but nonetheless, we're on episode fifty-two, which essentially is six months. It is six months, uh, and yeah, I, I didn't do a fiftieth show special. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'll tell you, the fiftieth show was on June seventh. Did we do anything special on June seventh? June seventh was oh, that was the launch of. No, June 7th only a week ago. That was last Sunday. What did we do last Sunday? Was I on Nothing. time? No, I wasn't was on time. Panic, right? No, Wednesday was panic. Last Sunday, I was actually late for the show because remember my wife had guests and we guys gave you uh, uh, an allergy remedy. That was the, that was the 50th show. <laughs> Durr, thank you. Thank you. You know what? That belongs on a mug. He says 52 shows and 52 minutes of good content. You got it. All right. So anyway, that's what happened. And then further, so I, uh, I, I, w- I had to stop at Walmart to do grocery pickup for my wife. Gregor thinks he's on speakerphone. All right, I actually had him on a headset. But he thinks he's on speakerphone, and he starts yelling a bunch of crazy things at the Walmart girl. You should be ashamed of yourself. I'm glad she didn't hear that. I would have been very embarrassed. She would have probably gave you her number. I don't think. would have been in trouble. <laughs> I don't think that would have happened. You were really mean. You said some terrible things. <laughs> then, so my wife, then my wife says, uh, stop and pick up tacos on the way home. So I'm in the Taco Bell drive-thru again on my headset. Thank God. Okay. Because Gregor starts yelling out anatomical body parts. Okay. 
Yeah, all of them. I waited till you started ordering just to try and get you to say it. <laughs> you did. You did. And he was in my ear messing, messing me up. All right? He was hoping that I was going to repeat after him. I almost That was did. the oddest taco order you've ever given. <laughs> it was. It was also ridiculously expensive. You know, you guys, my family, my family ordered $41 at Taco Bell. It's hard to spend $41 at Taco Bell. Yeah, Cooper. How the hell is that $41 at Taco Bell, right? Big country hey, says order $41 on, just for me. Who orders 41 Mexico? Ah, that's, that's <laughs> Willis. He, he ordered those big burritos. Did you buy the franchise? I did not. No, you got teenagers, man. That's, I that's do. $41 Thank for you. is like easy. I've got teenagers. Thank you. I appreciate that. I do. All right, guys. Let's uh, let's get this knocked out. It is. That's a lot of tacos. I go lie. It was a lot of tacos. All right. There is still a couple left over, but not as much as you would expect. All right. Forty-one dollars worth of tacos. There's like four tacos left in there. That's it. Snake Guy says tacos ain't that cheap anymore. They're still pretty cheap, dude. Forty-one dollars is a lot of Taco Bell. All right. Oh, ew. Stevens, Aaron, what the? What are you doing? be ashamed of yourself you and gregor need to hang out <laughs> all right guys we got to get wrapped up We're, we've been on the air for two hours now let's get this done find ourselves a winner and then we got to roll who's it going to be tonight engineering free philly congratulations to you engineering free philly all right free philly Yo, Philly. Yo, Philly. There he is. Free Philly is in here. No, Free Philly is a new player, but he's actually been here. I remember reading his name. He's He hangs out a lot. Free Philly, appreciate Probably you being here. As long as your name is not Willis. Listen, if anybody changes their name to Willis, they get a free play. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I can't do that. <laughs> it's against the rules. All right, Free Philly. Let's enter the uh, Battleship War Room, shall we? Let's see if we can find ourselves a Ferengi divorce. All right, Philly, he says H6. Free Philly, are you sure about that? Is that your final answer? Hotel 6. <laughs> oh, dear Lord in heaven. <laughs> the chat room is going nuts. Free Philly. All right, Free Philly. You know what? Only because I'm in such a crappy mood. I'm going to let you do what you just did. All right? <laughs> Next time, listen, from this point forward, i got to take the first guess. This is totally cheating. This is totally cheating, but I'm going to do it because hell with it tonight. All right. Free Philly. He says I hit the wrong key. I'm going to go with that. He hit the wrong key. <laughs> he hit the wrong key. You guys go back and listen to previous podcasts for all the previous guesses. Snipe says Hotel 10 is a fantastic guess, and I agree. It is indeed. Let's find out what it is or what the results are. Computer, Hotel 10, please. Hotel 10. Targets acquired. Ah, uh, that is not a hit. 
That was a good guess, though. Very, very good. I like it. It's a good guess. Hotel 10 is a miss, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I do, I do need to ask you, Free Philly. You said Hotel 10. That was a typo from Hotel 6. I'm a little bit curious. <laughs> I don't know how... I don't know how that could have actually happened that way. I'm going to go with it. I take it your word. You're an honest guy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Durr. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. You hear me caring? You know what? Snake Eyes, you want to know how much I care tonight? Snake Eyes, are you here? I need you to talk me off a ledge. Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes, talk me off the ledge. He says jump. All right, fine. Let's do it. You know what? This is how much I care tonight. We're going to play two more times. Yep, we are. Two more. What? Yeah, hell with it. Two more times. All right, I was going to do one, but then my OCD wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> I was going to do just one, but then I would have been freaking out because it was an odd number of guesses. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all the people that left. How many people left? Did people leave? Oh. Hold on. Let me check the camera. Well, I always stay to the credits. That's right. You always got to stay to the end of the credits. That's a bonus round. Yeah, there's only 91 people here. Wasn't there like 102 just a minute ago? All right. <clears throat> Let's see who's going to be. Lady Kess, congratulations to you, Lady Kess. You got a chance. All right. I don't know. Who is it? My name is Willis for a free try. It's Lego Nerd. That's really funny. All right, Lady Kess. She's going with E6. Computer. E6, please. Echo. Six. Target acquired. That didn't work either. That was Echo 6. That was a very good guess. I like it. Taking off a couple of spots off the board. And one more. Let's see if we can find out who it's going to be. Last one of the night, okay? That was a great guess, I'm, Lady Cassidy. I'm ready, game. All right. Hank. Hank. Welcome into the show. Hank. All right, Hank. You got a chance to play. Hank, you're the last player of the night. Bring it home, buddy. You got to bring it home. Please relay your coordinate into the wartime computer. Hank says Hotel One. All right, Hotel One. Here we go. Computer, Hotel One. Hotel One. Target acquired. You're a server hero, buddy. Hank, you did it. Hank, you found the Ferengi Devor. Oh, my goodness gracious, Hank. You did it, buddy. The Devor has been found. Ladies and gentlemen, H1 is a hit. The game is drawing to a close. You got it. 
Round one is almost over. Now, here's the thing, guys. Let's have a real conversation here for a second. Mr. Big says an off-air player will win. I'm only going to take two. It's a three-space ship, and there is still a potential miss on the board, right? There is still a potential miss. It could happen. All right? I think I literally just burst my eardrums screaming into my microphone a second ago. Like, that. that's hurting. <laughs> I can stay, guys. We, we got to stop. Like, that. this is it. This has been, this has been a terrible show. This has been a terrible show. <laughs> it's been awful. I hope that you guys had a decent time. I, I probably should have canceled the show. Snake Eyes said it was great. Durst says this has been a great show. Willis the Llama says it's been a great show. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys had a good time. I don't feel so hot about it. <laughs> it is what it is. Guys, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lego says it's because we had no stupid news. That's why I feel so bad. That's why I feel bad. There was no news. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm going to roll on out of here. We are going to spend a few minutes in the after-party room. I'll answer any questions and hang out for a few minutes and maybe drink a little bit more beer and just generally rant against the world in general. I we, expect that stupid news in the gold. It could, it could be a gold patrons episode. It really could be. I mean, we might get stupid tonight. I don't know. But I would... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You never know. It could happen. Listen, please visit our website, TalkingTrackSTFC.online. Dude, something. When I yelled into the microphone, I'm pretty sure I messed up my level somehow. I'm having a hard time hearing Snake Eyes. <laughs> Something's wrong. Something's wrong with me. Uh, TalkingTrackSTFC.online. Please visit the website where you can visit our merchandise store for some cool stuff. You can visit uh, our Patreon website where you can become a sponsor of the show. You can find all of the episodes we've ever recorded. All 52 of them. All right. You can visit our Amazon store and support the show by doing your normal everyday shopping on Amazon. There's a lot of stuff you can do, and it's all at one place. TalkingTrackSTFC.online. Want to send a quick thank you to my gold sponsors. Gregor, thank you, my friend. Gallus Pet, thank you. Bankman, I Beglum, and Big Country. Trash Panda and Doom, thank you guys for your gold sponsorship. Hank, uh, Lord Neelix, Chuck's the Grunt, Pops, Dark Lord, and the Big Rob, thank you guys for being gold sponsors of the show. Skywarp, uh, Stevens Aaron, Morath, JB, Ahab, and Energy. Fukum, Hi, I Bombed You, and Thorn, thank you for your gold sponsorships to this show. Thank you. Virtual Army, Wardod. <laughs> Wardod. Owes me 25 million trite. Britallion, Jay Berg, Assimilated Fox, Margle, DJ Gert, Red 2, and Anhani. Thank you for being gold sponsors. Just Skippy, Aceus, Ezreal, Dunk, and Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason Beck, and Tabby Moza. You guys are gold sponsors, and I thank you so very much. Regis, Arthur Pendragon, McRock, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo and WEG 2020. Thank you guys so very, very much. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for being gold sponsors to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm bouncing out tonight. Going to the after-party room. Talking Crack is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms anywhere. Everywhere. Anywhere? Everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. Love you, man. It's see you on Wednesday. Bye-bye.